Hi guys, this is Zeta Jose and this is Topic of the Session. What's going on, you guys? I have my boo with me. You know how you doing, boo. I'm so glad to see you. I'm glad to see me. Y'all, she's so extra. She's so extra. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you. Yes, it's been a while, boo. I feel like I'd have been gone for like two weeks. I ain't been there Oh. I just saw you last Wednesday. It's been a week. Mm-hmm. It has been seven whole days. Seven whole days. And not a word from you. All right. <laughs> now I want to listen to that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It feels good. It feels good. How y'all feeling tonight? I feel great. You know what? I do too. I had two, like, well, I need to get me some shot glasses because I'm trying this new thing where instead of drinking a whole glass of wine, I'm taking two shots because it's supposed to give you the same feeling. Really? It's like one glass. What if you're used to drinking a bottle by yourself? I'm trying to cut back because I'm trying to be on my latent bitten body. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to cut back on stuff. Girl, I'm used to a bottle to myself. I, I am too. I am too. I don't come a long way, but the two shots, you know, it's good. Had me kind of like feeling extra great last night. All right, extra great. I hope that extra great urge come tonight, <laughs> but I doubt it. <laughs> In honor of hump day, I hope I get laid. In honor of hump day, yeah, man, I'm just going to overlap. <sighs> Anywho, that ain't none of y'all business. Anyways, what's been going on in the news? What's going on with Kanye? I don't like. I tell you, but Tom. His name is Tom now, Uncle Tom. Oh, Uncle Tom. Have you seen the picture? Make America Great Again. But Kanye, Kanye's one of those people that's like, yeah, I'm gonna put on the hat and like you kind of, kind of, you gotta kind of expect shit like this from him. Which picture? The one with the Caucasian man? Yes, the one with the picture with the two Caucasian males and Kanye with the Make America Great hat on. Uh-huh. Um, you gotta, I, I expect like that from Kanye. I do, because he, he doesn't care what you think about it. He may or may not agree with it. We don't know. He posted the picture like, so what? Kanye ain't been the same since his mama passed. He has not. Yes. He has not. I agree. That, I, I feel like that's when we lost the real Kanye. <laughs> You know, um, and I, I never talk shit about Kanye, um, because people don't understand what happens to people when they lose someone very, very close to them. And I hear a lot of people bashing him. Um, I don't agree with everything he does, but I will never bash him because I realized he lost someone very critical to his life. Right. Um, and I do know if you don't do the proper things to deal with that, mm-hmm. it's like you go down a downward spiral. You have to heal. And I don't think he took the process, the time to heal properly from that. So, you know, this is the Kanye we have now. And, um, you know, I wish the best for him. Yeah. And then people talk trash about Kim or whatever. People people feel how they feel about Kim, but you know they shit working. I mean, <laughs> <you did. laughs> people gonna talk good and bad about him. Either way, they still together. With two, three. Excuse me, my apologies. Three. You saw that picture they was comparing with Reggie Bush yesterday. Oh stop! No, I 
Reggie, Reggie wife or girlfriend kind of favorites Kim. Hmm. So they had a picture of Reggie, his wife or whoever she is to him. And they three kids at the top and Kanye, Kim, and, you know, same. Northwest North. and South, right? North in Chicago. Yeah, all, all, the, the, all the states and cities. Saint is so cute. He's adorable. He is. With them braids. I think amazing. that's going to be the music genius. Well, just because your daddy. Only because he had those braids in his head. Oh, I'm about to say. I mean, I'm not saying every guy with braids, they're typically our rap stars. I mean, are. you got to think about the artists that started out with braids. Chris Brown. What about had braids, right? No, he didn't. My bad. Sorry, I'm thinking Trey Songz. I'm glad he cut them shit. Trey Songz had braids. Mario had braids. I'm glad he cut his too. Omarion had braids. I'm glad he cut his. You gotta too. think about it. <laughs> he, we might be on to something. Here. I said Chris Brown, y'all. Please don't judge me. Wait, did Chris have braids? That's what I'm trying to think. I don't think he did. He didn't have them when he first came out, but he probably. Hmm. I don't think Chris had I only seen Chris dabble with that them two braids in the front and that ponytail. Once he got older when he did that. I was gonna say Bow Wow, but we see where his career is now, so he does not make the list. Sorry. Boo. Poor Bow Wow. He never catches a break. <laughs> he was at his club one time when I um when me and my um homegirl had went out and he's so like uh, he's not my cup of tea. I don't want to call him lame. <laughs> He's just not my cup of tea. And it's okay. It ain't for everybody. Right? It ain't for everybody. Um, what else is going on in the news? Those, those people, those four people, it was four who got killed in. Yes. Um, the Waffle House shooting is what you're talking about. Shout out to the young black man that decided to, hey, I'm going to take a chance here. And bum rush the shooter. So what I'm trying to understand is dude came in the Waffle House with a coat on and he was naked under it. Listen, I don't need, I, I didn't hear that part. I just know that the dude that decided he wanted to shoot a Waffle House up is the same dude that got a complaint filed on them last year or in 2016 mm-hmm. with the same guns. That they, all they did was take them away from him, give him bond, give the guns to his daddy and say, hey, you know, tell him don't touch these no more. He come back with the same fucking guns and shoot up a Waffle House. The difference in how they treat black people and white people. And I don't want to get on that topic, but, you know, he came back and did it again. Same person y'all let go free because, you know what, you learned your lesson this time. I, I know when my hotline blade. Ha <laughs> back only me one thing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh... Yeah, I don't know whether he was naked under that coat or not. Um, definitely was not going to get served uh, naked under a coat at Waffle House, but, <laughs> you know, it's worth a shot, right? Ooh, no pun intended. And I think the biggest thing that, like, kind of made my skin crawl a little bit, like I said, I don't watch the news like that, but the thing that made my skin crawl a little bit and made me feel some type of way is the fact that they caught him and they kept him alive. Oh, yeah. All the time. And I bet you, I bet you when the newspaper come out next week, it's going to be rude something with mental health. Yeah. I died. It's always something mentally wrong with, you know, that race committing. Not, you didn't come in and fight somebody in a public place. You killed. You murdered four people. 
and then you know a lot of a lot of black guys are African American men or whatever. You they know, shot on sight. They get shot on sight for just having a cell phone and a juice. Listen, that's all. It, it, it's ridiculous. Uh, we we don't. I guess we can't have mental issues. We're just dangerous. Our black men are just dangerous. They don't have mental issues at all. Or uh, just innocent. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I think that's. I mean, I I think that's just crazy. And my my heart goes out to the family because you know a lot of us, especially a lot, a lot of young, you know, adults, go to Waffle House after they done hit up the club, drunk right. and stuff. And you know, who wants to be interrupted with gunshots and you know yeah, Waffle House, my dude, like. Waffle House. Dude, don't like Waffle House. I don't like Waffle House, by the way. But she don't like everybody Waffle likes Waffle House. That's that after the club spot. If you're not, if you're not getting that mad chicken from McDonald's, because sometimes I don't feel like waiting. <laughs> and Waffle House be packed. Right. I can't do it. Waffle House is like horrible. I can't sit in there. It's cold after the club. It's, it's sticky. I can't do it. I can't eat it. I'm sorry. But she's bougie. Just a little bit. Um. You could take me to IHOP. I'll be fine. They need to open up some more breakfast restaurants in the late night. Hour. Hey, anybody out there that's, you know, chefing it up, go on, open up a breakfast restaurant. Do yeah. that. We support. Topic of discussion, we we support. Yeah, they need more of those. They really do because I'm, I'm talking about stay open 24 hours. Or you could just open up from like, I don't know, 6 p.m. to like 6 a.m. It don't matter. <laughs> that would be love because I'm I'm over the I know I'm not going to the Waffle House for a long time now. Listen, you know, just like he had the idea, other people have the idea too. I ain't got time. I and will they, be, if they know they're gonna get off with it too. Exactly. I will be cooking breakfast at home after the club. <laughs> <laughs> so we all going to her house after the club, not Waffle House, okay? That's crazy. That's sad. Though. On top of that, condolences to the families of those who were uh, murdered in that situation. It it doesn't it, it nothing can make it better. I can't imagine how it feels, and it's just it sucks that it happened this way. Um, but let's talk about. <laughs> do you drink Starbucks? I do. All right. Do you currently drink Starbucks? I haven't. Oh, right. So <laughs> I have two Starbucks gift cards. Oh, and you can't use them. Starbucks is shutting down um, to do training for their employees on matters uh, concerning the issues. Uh, they shutting down in a couple happened. of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guys weren't in there. What two minutes? The gentlemen that the police were called on weren't in there two minutes before the cops were called on them. So sitting while black in a Starbucks. Wow. I swear I can just I can just say so much, but I don't wanna offend anybody that do listen to this. Um I mean it's not just stuff like that. I mean, it was a black cop doing his job and they somebody called the cops on him in full uniform, out searching for someone and somebody called the cops on him. Doing his job in full uniform. You got on your full police uniform and the cops called on you saying there's a suspect black male snooping around. It's ridiculous. Did you see the the story about um 
the ladies on the golf course. No, what happened? I think it was some black black women on the golf course, and the cops were called on them because they thought they were just roaming around the golf. Listen, black people do play golf. <laughs> Y'all love some Tiger Woods. He's not black. They black enough for him to like black people. <laughs> but that's not what our topic is about. Sorry, I just had to rant because I feel some type of way. It's okay to rant. Um, I don't feel like anything's ever gonna get solved until people are honest with themselves and honest about the system. Know that it's broken. Know that it's fragile. Know that it doesn't work all the time. Shout out to Meek Mills out. Meek. Um, I don't even listen to him like that, but I'm so happy for him. I just hate when people. After after listening to it, I just hate when people like go behind bars for something he did a long time ago. For something he done a long time ago, like for what that was pointless. I really feel like that judge had something against him. Yeah, I, I felt that way too. But you know what? Every time I heard Meek speak before he was released, it sounded positive. It sounded like you know, it sucks that the justice system is the way it is. You know, I really feel like they're not going to rule in my favor, but this really speaks as to everything that's going on outside of these cells, everything that's happening now in the media. And he spoke very well, very positive about his situation. You know, he didn't shy away from it. He didn't try and put it on nobody else. But, you know, he did say, you know, I did I did what I did. But it was so long ago for it to come back up like this. And y'all try and stick this on me. Shoot. If they dug up everybody past... <laughs> And send everybody off for what they did in the past with their records. You know, you do you know how empty some of these jobs would be? Okay. Child. Choose wisely, people. Make smart decisions. I'm just happy he's out with his little bit of weight on him. You know, kind of looking a little bit you like. You know, they said me got out looking like um. Oh, shit. From Black Ink Crew. And I went and looked <laughs> on that picture. I was like, oh, my God, he does. Listen, put on some weight. Damn, and I was just in Philly this past weekend. And you ain't even rep. You know what? Because I had to. And he got out a couple. He got out a day after I came back. Damn. Chill stay. Okay. The city was the city lit. Philly was lit. Lit. I'm definitely going back to Philly, y'all. <laughs> like... I'm I'm happy for him though. I I'm I'm happy that he's out. Um, I can't wait for this album to drop. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of you know new bandwagon Meek Mill fans. Shout out to y'all when y'all come on. Um, <laughs> well I'm not gonna... I'm not a fan fan, but I'm I like listening fan. to Meek every now and again. You know I don't know all the words to that that song that he has the long drawn out soliloquy in the beginning of it. Dreams and nightmares. There you go. I don't, I don't know. Hold up, wait, wait a, a minute. minute. That's all y'all thought I was finished. Hey, 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 y'all thought it was finished. I be throwing everything. That's all I know. That's all I know. Hold up, wait a minute. Once we get to that part, I can wrap the whole thing like I'm a thug. But uh, before then, I'm, I'm skipping over some words. I, you know, that song just does something to me. does something to a lot of people. AG everybody like, been through the struggle when that song come on. AG is like, gives you the motivation to do great shit. I'm telling you, everybody, everybody been through the mud when that song come on. <laughs> Even if you ain't never been through the mud. You be looking at people like, you live in, you live in the suburbs? I don't remember you ever, you didn't even sell candy. I don't understand. 
how you feel like this. But you so Kool-Aid. <laughs> Take it back to the Kool-Aid. Yeah, I remember we used to mix that Kool-Aid with sugar. Yeah, we used packs. to buy some dumb shit when we was little. I'm talking about asking our parents for money. I used to buy some lyrics for 50 cents. Shut up. <laughs> I used to buy string, the little string, the braid and stuff like that. How much they were selling it for? It depends on how long you wanted it and what colors and how many colors and what patterns you was trying to do. And people was learning how to hustle at a young age. What? Do you remember high school when Jared had the snack bag? Listen. <laughs> Yo, I took French with this dude. We ate all day in French. He was a true hustler. Man, he's you. doing great shit now. Shout out to Jared, man. Yeah, shout out. The hustle was everything. Shout out to him. Like, he's doing great things right now. I'm so proud of him. Right, right, right. You know, I'm proud of everybody that's doing great. I'm proud of everybody. Yeah. Even if you're not where you want to be, I'm proud of you. Keep moving. Keep pushing. Don't ever give up. If you got a dream. Never give up. If you got a dream, <laughs> don't let nobody tell you that it's ridiculous. Don't let nobody tell you that it's that it's unforeseen. Don't let nobody tell you that it don't make sense. Keep pushing. And Unless you want to be a unicorn. We, we, can't, we can't promise that. But you can be a unicorn at Little Children's Birthday Parties. You know what? That's your motivator right there. Because I was going to be like, I can't help you, bro. Yes, that chef that's gonna open up that breakfast spot. Yes, whoever, wherever you are, let us know where that breakfast spot is. We will be there, even if we got travel. We're party in the city and go get some breakfast. Make sure it's good now. Yeah, don't. No, don't, don't give us no, no bull. No. So the topic of discussion tonight is travel. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> y'all know how you roll your tongue and you go y'all I do not know how to roll my tongue but someone rolled their tongue when saying Cornetta, Cornetta. oh my gosh <laughs> my, my name ain't got no R's in it so can not be rolled <laughs> but anyways back on the topic the topic of discussion tonight is about hurt people hurt people hurt people hurt people now we all know people that's jealous we all know people that's who you know feeling feeling some type of way but there's a difference between those type of people and hurt people hurt people have a deep deep underlying sense of emotion about a particular thing or person that kind of motivates them to behave a certain way when they're forming relationships, whether it be friendships, relationships, uh, intimate relationships, or relationships with family. Um, you can tell when somebody is a hurt person normally because you, it, it shows in how they do things, how they speak about certain things. If they're never happy about anything or a particular subject that they can never speak positive on, there's some underlying issues there. And usually hurt people hurt people. If you get what I'm saying. That's so awful. There's so many like people walking around here that's hurt. And won't admit it. That's what I that's the one thing I, I think is dangerous in itself. You if you and you oh they don't know it. They won't acknowledge it. I think a lot of people have gotten so used to 
putting a cover over it and saving face. And they've adapted to that so much that they don't even think they hurt anymore. I think, um, I think the best thing for anyone to do is, you know, be open and identify their hurt. It's not easy for everybody. It's not, but you got to think. It's like when, you know how when uh, parents always say, you know, oh, my children open up to me, but if your parents very judgmental or always down to you about something, I ain't open up to know the anybody. Well, that's the thing. That then the child opens up to whomever they feel most comfortable with. That can leave a hurt person on either end, the child or the parent. It'll motivate them to behave in a different way. Because then you got the parent that's mad at the, not mad at the child, but feels some type of way because they can't get through emotionally or spiritually to their child. Because they don't know how to. The child won't open up. Why? Either the parent could be one of those hurt people who haven't dealt with whatever in their past, so they don't know how to approach the child. They don't know how to approach the situations. I think a lot of parents like deal with that though. Yeah, yeah. And they don't do nothing but tumble down on us. It pushes your child away a lot. I know that. Um, depending on how that child was raised or their mindset at a certain age, they can take it with a grain of salt and keep moving, mm-hmm. or they can be the child that takes it all in and uses that energy to focus it elsewhere. Or they will crumble. They will break down. Or they can take it and build themselves. Um, I know a good bit of people that take it and build off of it. Okay. I get that you you in that space. Let me go make sure I'm good. Right. So, um, and everybody's different. You know, I know in my situation, I'm the oldest of five kids, as I've stated before, and out of all of my five siblings, we all handle our emotions differently. The most emotional of us are able to hide their emotions well. The most emotional siblings I have, you'll never know that they're the most emotional. My brother and my sister Asia. Two of the most emotional people you can ever meet. Really? They seem like they're the toughest ones. They seem like they're the toughest ones. Because they don't wear it on their skin. They don't wear it on their shoulders. You don't see it on their sleeve. So, deep down, they may be hurting from something, but you'll never know. Now, me, on the other hand, I'm sensitive as hell, so you'll know when I'm mad about something. You'll know when I'm hurt. I'm not. I used to be sensitive. I still am, but I mask a lot of my emotions. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did we just not speak on that? But, I mean, I just say fuck it to a lot of stuff. I just be like, whatever. Sometimes you got to. Literally. Sometimes you got to. And sometimes that helps you push it out as something that's not as big of a deal as either you're making it or somebody else is making it. Right. Sometimes you just need some effort in your system. Emotion. Yeah, wear it on the sleeve. <laughs> my mom and my dad put me out the house because they wouldn't have sex tonight. 
Again, people feed off their emotions. We have a hurt person here that, you know, is harboring some emotions that mom and dad won't get their groove back. So they told him he got to go. And he wore those emotions on his sleeve when he walked in. So, you know, we obviously see that this is an issue that he has to deal with. And mom and daddy said, they ain't old. They, they still, still want to keep their legs up, too. Damn. They finna, have, they finna have nasty sex, too. If they kicked you out, <laughs> they finna be up walking around with no drawers on going to the kitchen. When I walked in the house, the first question I would ask is, why are you over here? Why are you not at your girlfriend's house? Well, you should tell them to have sex more often. Yeah. Encourage it. They're still young shit. I hope when I get older, yeah, I'm still saying, kicking I'm my legs. I'm trying to keep bumping and grinding to kick my legs up, even when I'm well into my marriage. Did you know that the um the highest AIDS rates are in like group homes? I mean, old elderly homes. Shut up. Them older people be getting it the fuck in. Oh my. Yes, we learned about that in class like two years ago. The highest AIDS rates are in elderly homes. Well, there you have it, people. They don't need to follow Stella to get their groove back. They know how to groove. Listen, I think you should be kicking your legs up for as, as much as you can for as long as you can. Until you crawl out. Yeah, pretty much. I don't talk to me. You know what? <laughs> this, oh gosh, this woman, bless her soul. <laughs> she was like a prostitute or whatever, and this old guy died on top of her. <laughs> Oh my gosh! How do you deal with something like that, y'all? I hope I pray this don't ever happen to me, but it happens. It happens. I don't know if I can function in society after that. Yeah, like, he had a heart attack on top of her. Must have been some good shit. Like, listen, bro. I, 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 I would need to be off the grid for like two months after that. I couldn't. I, nah, I can't talk about it. I, I need to process this. Nah, how do you? What do you do? What do you do if somebody literally have a heart attack after he was still in her? Yes. What do you? What would you do? Please tell me what would you do if somebody croaked on top of you now? I think I would scream. Like first of all, like, push him off. I think he was stuck in her. Like <laughs> y'all, ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way. I just can't imagine anybody having a heart attack on somebody. Cause you know I can imagine like the penis getting like all the way still, cause all the blood probably will rush all the way down there, which will allow him to be stuck on her. I wonder if she got the money from it though. I think I would have took all his Shit, money. Shit, I would have. <laughs> <Ain't> no <way. laughs> Listen, when they say I'm gonna take your soul, that is the definition. I'm Chucky. Oh, come on, Listen. <laughs> That's great. Listen, bro. She gave him... Look, he got his money's worth. That sound bad, but... That's crazy. I hope she got paid. I, I would just hate that money. That's a hell, of a, that hell money. of a performance, man. Anyways, back to this topic. We got side traces. We had somebody busting in the, in the, in the place upset because his parents was getting some... It's hunt day. They supposed to have sex. Right.
So you want to join in since you just interrupted? We're talking about it. hurt. <laughs> We're talking about hurt people. How they hurt people. How they function. How they hurt people. I think. We all got hurt people in our circles. Um, Like, literally hurt people in our circles. And you, you, you can't always tell if they hurt. But like I said, I have people on my social media where every time somebody's posting like happy pictures or they just got married or something, they go start unfollowing people. It's a bitter baby. They don't baby. like it. They, yeah, they bitter. You hurt, baby. Go heal. Go take you some time to heal. Don't be hurt. Don't be trying oh, to hurt other people. About my cousin. <laughs> I can't stand your fucking cousin. I'm That's sorry. all I'm saying. Oh, my cousin. No names. You have those people that do it. Um, then you have those people who say, oh, I ain't never getting married because can't trust nobody. And people always, yeah, stop. You hurt. Stop. Can't trust these bitches. Stop. You hurt. You hurt. Heal from that, please. Heal. Take you some time and heal. You just be hating on me. Pull up at the four o'clock. <laughs> Listen. Child. Hurt people. Oh my gosh, it's so many people that's walking around here hurt. When you think about it, baby. And don't want no help from nobody. But I think at the end of the day, I feel like all of us have been in a position where we done hurt before. Yeah. But well, it's all about what you do to overcome it. And we done all been in a position where we hurt somebody. Yeah. So, you cut your thumb. I did, drinking wine. Damn. But um, we all done hurt somebody. And got somebody to a hurt place. And we didn't all been hurt before. So we it's not like we, we're new to it. We just got to know how to heal from it and do better. But how do you heal from it? Yeah. Well, that's one way. <laughs> well, well you gotta... from what J. Cole said, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, go ahead. From what he said, getting high doesn't do anything but makes the pain worse. Especially if you have, quote unquote, Issues like anxiety and basically pain, period. All you're doing is numbing the pain, but you still have to face the pain. When are you going to face the pain? I haven't even listened to that album, but from what you just said, I can agree with him. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you do these substances to make you numb the pain, but when you numb the pain, you're not getting over it. At all. Because as soon as the high comes down, guess where you back at? You're back where you started before you got high. Right. Um, I think with me, when I'm hurting, I like to attack what's making me hurt head on. Mm. Um, I like to acknowledge what's hurting me. Um, and once I acknowledge it, it's easier for me to, um, kind of deal with that hurt. Um, a lot of people know I'm always up and down with my birth mama, but you know, some of her actions and some of my feelings towards her, I have to identify right, right. with it and attack it head on. No matter how much I don't want to, I do it. So it can help me deal with it and cope with it better. And that's good on your part because a lot of people can't do that. Um, I know me, I'm not one of those people that can attack it head on in my situations. I, it has to ease on me. I have to slowly think about it piece by piece and then piece it all together and then say, okay, 
It's, this is what's going on. Um, Girl, you done created a whole 24P puzzle for the dollar Yeah, tree. a whole damn puzzle. Promise you. Um, but that's how I have to do mine because if I attack it all at once, it's overwhelming. I can't handle it. Emotionally, I can't handle it. Um, and everybody, everybody's not built like that. Um, I, some people have to be told. They'd rather hear it from somebody else. They can tell themselves over and over again. But they have to hear it from somebody else in order for it to stick. So, you know, it's, it's different ways of dealing with it. But don't just sit on it. Deal with it. And too many people are sitting on their hurt, and that causes greater issues. Man, when I tell you, you'll never be truly, truly happy if you're sitting on some hurt. I promise you. That's true. But I also, one thing, which I can say with, like, people being hurt, or me when I'm hurt, like, for a guy, and I hate saying this word for a dude, but it's some females just like this too. But when I'm hurt, I'm mad petty. Like <laughs> That's another way of masking it. Like, mad petty. For real. Like I like back in the old days, like You yeah, like you fifty two. I don't wanna say, but I mean two thousand seven. But in two thousand seven when I would get hurt, like I get on Facebook, I dog the fuck out of this female. Like, oh I'm gonna talk mad shit about you. But where were you getting out of it? You got nothing, but at the it same time. It made you time, feel good at the moment? It made you feel good at the same time. Some dudes would look at that female and be like, nah, I don't think I want to fuck with her. And that female still married. At the True end of the indeed. day. <laughs> and I don't want to get on that subject, but with her still being married, like, I mean, how is that married? I mean, I, I mean, I'm just saying because of the fact. Uh, I mean, that's just how, how I look at it. Is you you was basically had your male best friend with you the whole time while you was dating me. So, I mean, as me, if I was your husband, if I was him, I mean, this is how I look at it. How can I trust you if you ever got a male best friend? If her husband wasn't around back then, that ain't none of his business. If he heard about it, he got past it. She's older now. She's mature. She's a different person. Deal with it. If you hold, if he holding on to some shit that ain't had nothing to do with him. He, he wouldn't marry him. You're right. You never know. But in order to say, I'm going to spend my life with somebody, you got to be able to acknowledge and accept all of their past. Yeah, and I think a lot of people ultimate goal, well, a lot of people ultimate goal is to get married, even if he was there to see her shit. Hell, hey. some of your male, that's your male best friend. Your male best friend going to see shit from you that no Nobody other is. nigga no going to see. see. I agree with that there. <laughs> and if your male best friend, like, accepts you for that, no matter what, because you done did some shit to the male best friend. Okay, you and your male best friend probably done did some best friend shit. Quote unquote. Right. So, <laughs> so I mean, at the end of the day, when y'all merge, it's like, okay. Y'all know everything about each other. Y'all open books to each other. Y'all are naked, like completely naked. So, whenever you do, even if one of them feel like, oh, such and such may go out to do this, you attack it then and there because you know that person. That right. person that told you what makes them do that, what they're not attracted to. So, you can feel when that person is getting ready to stray. Right. Right. <laughs> and you know what some relationships work out best like that because they've seen each other through their shit on both ends they know what type of people they were when they weren't together when they was just holding it down nah that's the homie 
until, hey, we want to try and make this work. Because they've been so raw with each other. It's nothing you can hide from that person. And then I think I think relationships work out best when you're just raw. Yeah. No matter how much that shit hurts, be raw because at the end of the day, they'll respect you. I agree with yeah. that. Like, yeah, I did. Charlemagne said it in the last chapter of his book. He was talking about how he used to always cheat on his now wife all the time, how he slept with her cousin and her best friend. And her cousin tried to say that, oh, Charlemagne slept with your best friend. And then Charlemagne was like, yeah, I slept with your best friend, but I slept with you too. And you ain't tell your cousin that. (laughs) Well. And now. They're married. They're married. <laughs> so you never know how your situation gonna turn out, but it's always best to be open, be raw, be naked uh, with somebody that you're comfortable with that can be naked with you as well. Don't go out there giving up two thousand percent of yourself for somebody that's giving you thirty. But if you have somebody that you know is open and honest with you, do that. And to be honest with you, two hurt people can actually heal each other if they're open and honest with each other. You never know. Yeah, but a lot of people that's hurt, they don't, they don't want to be. They don't want to be open. open well, I, it's not all that, people. They got to get comfortable. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, it took me almost three years to actually get comfortable with them. But at the same time, it's still certain things that I hate saying, like, saying it like that. But when it comes to them, <laughs> she can open up about anything. I can't open up about it. Like, just, like, dealing with my childhood or... But then you also have to understand that with you being not open about that, you have to understand the position that puts the person in that you're with. Just about to say, because if you're (laughs) acting a certain way about a certain situation and they don't know how to respond or react to it, they don't know what you're hurting from because you're not open about it. So they don't know how to approach you. They don't know how to respond to it. They don't know how to comfort you or even sit you down and say, let's work on this because they don't know. Be open, especially if you got somebody close. Just saying. But I have to say this one thing. She noticed that I hate like big crowds and like open space, like basically like clubs and stuff. Okay. Now that she loved it, she did like that's what she did. Where me, I'm not like that because of predicaments and things that have been around for me not to go to good. Right. So it's like, you know, you can't, like, I had to learn, like, you can't push her to, oh, no, 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 me being a man in the back of my mind, it's like, you don't want to go out there. You don't want to say it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you know. But then I also feel like, you know, when it comes to a relationship, one person is going to end up getting rid of some shit that they're so used to doing. Yeah. Just to make that shit work. It may not be you. It may not be the other person. But... One person is going to end up getting rid of some shit or calming down some shit that they used to do to make that relationship work. And eventually the other person will too. But it, it just it's going to take balance. It's going to take both parties sacrificing something for it to be some to be, to, for it to balance out. Because believe it or not, 
Relationships are about compromise. So yeah. everything ain't gonna go your fucking way. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It be places y'all be going. I be going. I, I be like, yeah, I wasn't going. It be balanced. I mean, but then you also. Going now, but I be like, shit. You know, I'm not the club. Like, I don't want right. to party shit. So but then, like, like, you also have to understand and realize the position that each one of y'all are in. Right. Like with me, yes, I used to go out a lot because I didn't use my high school years to go out. I didn't right. use all of my college years to go out. I didn't start going out until my senior year at Benedict, like really going out, going in with going out. And on top of that, shout out to Benedict College, BC, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and on top of that, a lot of people who were graduating from undergrad was moving into their own place. I didn't move into my own place in undergrad. <laughs> like, I'm almost 29 years old, and I'm just now experiencing living on my own. I was at home, so I don't... Being that I was the only child, I love being around people. I'm a social butterfly. My friends get that about me. But at the same time, I love my own space. Right. So I will be at the bar or a club in my own little world ducked off in the corner not really dealing with nobody because I don't have to hear my mama yelling about this or her boyfriend doing this or oh why you left this like that da, da, da. I don't like to hear that shit right. <laughs> so you know yeah. I don't sound down on going out though because mm-hmm. I have my own face yeah I mean it's I different. was just saying like, it's a big difference you know I never actually said why I even have a problem but if you think worst case scenario, every time your girl go out, you ain't gonna never want your girl to go out. But see, that's and then, my thing because you know, being in Baltimore and then being in South Carolina, two totally different worlds. I wouldn't say that now though. That's the kill. That's the craziest thing. Yeah, there gonna be some similarities because as far as how shit happened, but one thing that I will say back when we was graduating from high school and stuff, yes, we had people who would get killed, you know, like Domisha Smallwood who got killed and stuff, you know, from like going to club. And I'm like, who's that? Uh, Duck that went to CNN. Duck got killed. You know, the little little like thing chick. She got killed. Right? She got killed when we graduated. Graduation, she's like your mate, no, you probably know. I probably know you talking. I mean, I see you. I show you a picture. Oh, her. But yeah, she got killed. But you know, it was like randomly killers when we was growing. Like when I say random, it wasn't like a killer almost every day. Whereas Baltimore, when I was up there, it was like in college, it was like a killer every day. Moving back here, you turn on the news, and I understand why. That is like I don't even watch the news. Like the news is depressing. It's depressing. Every time you look around, either you seeing a kid, <laughs> a black kid killing somebody, a gang member, quote unquote, or you seeing a black kid joyriding still in the car, and a court, they like little kids died. Well, first thing you want to do is just they thugs and all this. Like it's he not that you think like people don't look at other kids situations or nothing mm-hmm. they don't know how we grew up where we live and how we live nope. and i'm just gonna throw this out you know it's off topic but today when i was walking crossing the street these little kids today it was a group of three white kids and a little asian boy and the asian boy say this blood 
Daddy. This blood. I said, no, that ain't blood, but I'm going to throw that up. Whatever you put, I'm going to throw that up. No. And I told, I was like, look, you in Lake Carolina. I was like, you don't know what side of the street where I come from. I was like, you just see me out here cross the yard. But I said, I'm going to tell you a little hint. I was like, I'm from North Maine. All that stuff you throwing up, I'm just going to tell you, don't throw that stuff up wherever you go. Because you got your head. They don't know no better. They don't know no better, but see, they people glorifying this stuff. And this an Asian little boy with three white kids. Wasn't no black kids on base. I mean it's black kids who walk home to Lake Carolina, but all the black kids walk home together. Yeah. These black kids not throwing up the inside. They know better. Because like I don't they care where they grew up parents. at. But see, that's one thing that never had to actually tell me. You never know what these kids already know. You don't know what right. they already seen. You got parents who are like Carolina who drug dealers. You got parents who like Damn Carolina right. who ex-game lovers. You got parents who like Carolina. I know who, a few of them. Who in the military that still game lovers. Like, right. you can't be out here and thinking, oh, because I live in this neighborhood, I'm safe. I'm safer out there. You're safer, but at the same time, I'm just saying, if some boy from Greenview, quote, or like, come out there, what you think gonna happen? That's a blast. Yeah. It's just, I mean. I don't know. I just feel like that shit can happen anyway. Yeah. And that's how I think. Everyone don't think like that. A lot of people. Yeah. Killers happen in the white neighborhoods, too. They just don't broadcast they it don't as much. broadcast it. On top of that, one thing, just me working at Lake Carolina. I hate saying white privilege, but white privilege, we see it every day. But that stuff really do exist. Oh, yeah. I know for a fact, it's a white boy in Lake Carolina. He go to Blackwood High School. He didn't got caught with marijuana three times. And I don't mean like no Nick bags, Jamie, or no quarter bags. I shit. mean, he got ounces in his locker. Mm. White boy. Selling. Trapping out the like Trap, trap, trapping out the locker. And I went to Blackwood today. Well, before I went to uh, Barn House, and this boy still at Blackwood playing baseball. Yeah. Why? Make them look good. And guess what? He the pitch. I said, you know what? Just I bet you he damn good. I'm about to say, I bet you he damn good. <laughs> Boy got a BMW <laughs> driving a BMW. I say, whoever your mama and daddy is, I don't want to. You done took the whole topic of discussion to a whole nother level. Yeah, Lord, you his white privileges, bro. But we wasn't talking about white privilege. Yeah, we was talking about being hurt. Yeah, I'm hurt. I know you I'm are. Hurting. That's fine. Oh. With your beauty. You With your beauty. Good job. Y'all, I want love like that. Y'all never got on a white dress. It's fitting every curve, every inch. My four rows on the side. And it's hugging every row and hugging her hips. Oh, that's teddy bear. Look, and she walked like she got a big old booty, child. That booty is. So, with this little white dress, then she be throwing that thing. <laughs> I'm like, girl, your booty say Sasha, Sasha. I always talk about nobody's booty if I ain't talking about James. <laughs> but anyways, I hope you guys enjoy topic of discussion with us. I know we went off topic tonight, but y'all get to hurt people, hurt people. 
but hurt people can heal. So if you have something, find somebody that you trust. Open up to. No. You you'll be surprised. No, don't be that person that wanna dwell in their hurt. Right. Anymore. Have your nice glass of wine and get laid. Have a good night. I wish the world were truly happy. Oh, it's still cool. Yes. <laughs> Hi guys. Um, this is topic of discussion. I have Jay with me. Hey boo, how you doing? What's I was gonna on? say, is she not gonna say that thing? Yes. And my my new guest, are you gonna say something? MC Hermetic. <laughs> oh, thanks for finally talking. How's everyone's Wednesday? Uh, hump day has been great for me. I almost humped, but I didn't, because I'm a good girl. Dang. My cycle been on, so I couldn't hump. Same here. But. I couldn't hump either. I'm not a camel. I don't know. You know what? You know what? <laughs> but being at his hump day, you know, we always encourage to go get laid, release your stressors, you know, drink some wine. We are on Teleport. Teleport. Man. I, I think everybody got a story about Taylor Port. I done shared my story on more than one. <laughs> I ain't sharing mine. Y'all don't even know that. But occasion. Taylor Port. Some strong stuff. Taylor Port does get you where you're going if you're trying to get there. I was, oh my gosh. I think I should have taken a, two shots of that. Because, you know, I was trying to cut back. No! <laughs> Y'all, he just literally grabbed for her cup. And she screamed mind. Bloody Mary. <laughs> Because she was like, don't take it away from me. She was thinking figuratively she should have took a shot. <laughs> Anyways, I've, I've been doing that with my whole little cutting back routine shit this week. I only, I only drunk one gallon of water this week so far. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, last week I did it. But this week. This takes us a process. It was. It was kind of rough. This was the end of my my uh drink fasting. It was a week today, so. Oh, yeah. it was it was only a week. Yeah, I only took a week for it. You know, I don't drink regularly, so you know, I just wanted to detox, get some stuff out of my system. Here, here. How do you? Feel? I did the same hey. thing. I mean, uh, it's not too bad. I feel pretty good. Um, cut back on my meat intake too, so everything was just like a little cut back. It wasn't a total stop. It was a cut back. Give your body a break. It feels good, like, when you cut back on certain things. I know, like, when I take the time out to, like, cut back on my pork, I think, and initially, I think I'm going to give it up all the way, eventually, but. I like bacon too much. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, I kind of try to reprogram my, my thinking, because bacon, for some reason, I got to have it. Oh, everything. I need it everywhere. Or the cheeseburger. Yeah, bacon's got that shrimp quesadilla with the bacon in it. Bacon cheeseburgers are good. Y'all, I literally put bacon in my cinnamon rolls in the morning. Don't play with me. I'm not mad at that. I put bacon, bacon in my cinnamon grits. rolls. Yeah. You never had bacon cinnamon rolls? Yeah. No. Let me it. make you some bacon cinnamon rolls. Well, I'll be waiting. Your mouth will be watering. <laughs> you get sweet and salty together as a breakfast pastry. It's like pancakes and bacon. I can yeah. Dig it. I can dig it. I can see that. Like, I always thought chicken and waffles was weird, but I, I get the combination. I just, not, not. It's pretty, not. pretty freaking good. I never understood the combination, but it is good. Yes, ma'am. Salty and sweet. That's yeah. what it is. I'm more of a salty chick. 
I like hot sauce on everything, so. You put hot sauce on? Almost everything, from oatmeal to grits. Chicken. Eggs. What brand of hot sauce you use? Um, it don't really matter, to be honest. <laughs> like, it don't really matter. Like, I, I, you know, it don't matter. You better not say a brand name. It don't matter. Oh, okay. It don't matter. I, look, we would have to fight. You said the wrong name. I don't know. It don't matter. It's, it's hot sauce. If I need it. What? The hot sauce? What hot sauce do you use? All right. What's in your cabinet? Nothing. <laughs> What's in my mama's cabinet? Takes his feet. Okay. We can rock. Yo, I I remember looking on Facebook. Someone was like, y'all do know it's more than one hot sauce. Yeah. What's the lady they said? I put that shit on everything. That little white lady. I forget the name of it. I, I got some of that too, but I just be getting it. It's, but you know what? I realize it's a mind thing because most times I don't need the hot sauce. Like I'll be almost finished with my food. I'm like, dang, I had no hot sauce. And then add hot sauce at the end. Like it mattered. <sighs> It was this hot sauce from Louisiana I had. It was so freaking good. I'm not even supposed to be eating hot sauce. But I do what I want. And <laughs> you pop it. And pay for it later. <laughs> but anyways, I didn't have an artist of the week this week. SZA dropped her Doves in the Wind video. Yes, have you seen it? No. <laughs> I got the link. <laughs> I got the link to my phone. I have an artist of the week. My artist of the week is Janelle Monet. I like her album. Her album is dope. I freaking love it. Thank you, Janelle Monet. You came through with this. It's everything. It's everything that Dirty Computer, if you don't know what it is, download it. Dirty Computer is on iTunes. Y'all get it. It's all about being you. I, I like Janelle. Janelle's album is all about being you, and I love it. And I even, like, got a new respect for her since she was on The Breakfast Club the mm-hmm. other week. And she was talking about, like, how she used to get picked on and how she used to get her ratings. And she used to always get sixes. And that took me back to middle school when they used to do those charts. Put put all them names on that list and tell, tell everybody to rate you. Y'all, I ain't make the list half the time, first of all. I made the list. <laughs> I ain't make the and list. And got okay. Compared to the people. If I made the list, I'm pretty sure I was at like a four, five. I didn't get I don't believe it. I think I'm showing my age because I don't know what list y'all talking about. You ain't never seen a list go around <laughs> the classroom? <laughs> and they'll go from class to period to period to different teachers. And they have a list of girls or guys' names and let you rate them oh, on wow. a scale. No, that is pretty mean. You got mean in school. That is mean. That's really mean. And it, it's gotten worse. Yes, it really has. But shit, people fucking out in middle school now. Oh, man. Like, well, I don't, I don't, oh my gosh, I'm scared. To have, well, I'm not necessarily scared to have children, but I just wonder what will be going on. The beautiful thing about it, there's only so much you can do. <laughs> and when you tell them what you tell them, let them go. Let them go. If you try to conceal them, they're going to run and find the wrong stuff. But you got to realize your kids are a little expensive to you. So whatever you did, they most likely going to do. My kids going to be good. Child, child, child. My children going to have a lot of mouth. Oh, yes. And you gonna, you ain't going to be even be able to beat them. You just got to look at them and say. But that's the thing, though. Like when you realize that, that the kids are just like you, like, what could I have done to talk to myself? That's what I do. I know my kids. My kids, all oh, they talk a lot and they know everything. Yeah, I mean, I was a good child though. I just had a lot of mouth. I was very sassy. Then I guess there's a 
opinion if you're a good child were you asking yourself if you're a good child did other people tell you you're a good child but I was a good child compared to some (laughs) but I really had a sassy ass mouth like me and my grandmother we used to go that's that's not good at it like I had to have the last word kind of like how I am now yeah so you just realize when you have a child you know what to expect I uh, as a child, I was always the goody two shoes. I did everything I was supposed to do. I didn't well, talk see, back. Funny thing is, I was I, I I knew what to do, so I was sneaky because I would know what to do, and I make sure I didn't get caught. But my mm-hmm. mom always taught me, if you get caught, you fess up to it. So right, you know, used to lie, you didn't caught me. Now, if you ask me, <laughs> I might not give you the truth. But if you you say, well, this is what you did, I'm like, all right, you got me. You yeah. said, what did you do? You right. asked me. You ain't got no proof. Right. You ain't got no proof. You got to prove it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I hope I get what I was. Because my siblings, everything after me. You will. Because a lot of times, that the first thing you do is you treat your kids how you want them to be treated. So you'll spoil them. But as soon as they get out of line, you're either going to talk to them or you're going to go inside your head, depending on how you feel. But got a quick backhand. I know that's right. <laughs> I didn't get beat this job. I got beat. Probably. <laughs> Ah, shit. Like a good seven times. And I remember one time my grandfather beat me. It broke his heart. Well, you can count how many times? Right. I'm pretty sure I got no, beat four or five times. I didn't. My grand, it was a look that my grandmother gave me. It, it was just a look. Yeah. I knew to straighten my shit up. My, look, my daddy didn't even have to pop me. My daddy, if he raised his voice, I was a daddy's girl. So growing up, if my daddy raised his voice, I was in tears. Like, my little girl got that. <laughs> I say something, they go, eh, I don't that. Your daddy fuss at you? It's something about when daddy do it. Yeah. Because when my daddy had beat me that one time, I was so heartbroken. <laughs> and I think he was heartbroken too. He probably went and sat on the edge of the bed like, I ain't want to do that. I ain't want to do that. Like, I have conversations, like, intermission, like, inter- like listen, I'm not going to whoop you this time, but you got to promise you're going to do it again. <laughs> you cry a little bit when your mama see you, like, Y'all gotta play it out. Yeah, Make like, it seem gotta, like I beat you, cause I ain't, I don't I really don't want to. But that's one thing I, I learned, like as far as just whooping them, I would talk to them like, if it's habitual, alright, you gotta get some straightening. But let me let me tell you why you in trouble. Right. Cause most of the times, if they don't do it around the house and something happens at school, they out with other people. And you, most people, little young or not, they follow the trial. You know, she's like, I'm gonna listen. That's how you separate yourself. Right. It's definitely a. Experience, especially like you said, daddy, little girl. Listen, that thing hurt my daddy too. He raised, he saw me tear up. He put my head on the shit. Calm. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Come on. Catch calm your breath. On. Catch your breath. Breathe. Calm breathe. down. Calm. Shh, your mom. Calm down. <laughs> my mama, don't hug her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> don't hug her. My grandmother was. Uh, my grandma was such a fucking beast to me. I believe it. I was scared of her. But then when my dad and my uncle would come to the house, they used to look at me like, oh, this ain't shit. We used to get worse than this. So I used to look at them like, what the fuck was worse than this? Hey, but you know what's funny? They say that like the grandparents normally be the sticklers, but it don't be as bad when they in their prime. Mm-hmm. And it'd be funny because like my mom, my mom used to be like, she, no nonsense. She cut ass. Now she just look. And my mom's an asshole. She'll be like, ooh, who kids are those? Like, you know kids. That uh-huh. She's trying to say they bad on the low. Ooh. Who, who child is that? All right, I hear you. That little gnat is bothering me. Yeah, she, but, she needs to go, Batman. Yes, she needs. Yeah. She thirsty too. But Sophia, gonna, she going to be pumping slow with her hair back. I know she ain't going to do shit. My mama like young. She going to be still <laughs> ready to tap some ass. My mom, 
mama's. My, but see, my mom only thing is, I like her because she quick to say, you know what, I'm gonna let you raise your kids. That's good. Now, that's good. If I ask her, she'll let me know I'm messing up. Or she, most time, like it ain't never been too bad because I don't really whoop my kids. I just kind of I'm more stern with my voice, so she don't really say too much. She'll let me know, all right, this way you're wrong. She quick to let me know. Don't get mad at them because that's exactly what you do to me. So that's why I can't get mad every time they do something because she quick to say, that's exactly what you used to do. So being that we are talking about moms and stuff and whoopings, <laughs> the topic of, well, no, before we get into the topic of discussion, being that Mother's Day is coming up, yeah. what are some like gifts to get your mom? I'm going to be honest. I'm not a gift giver. <laughs> I'm more of a, what do you want? You tell me and I buy it or I give you the money for it. No creativity. That, no, no creativity. No need, because see, what people don't realize is what, what you lose in creativity is the fact that you don't get the person what they really want. You get what you think they want. And how, how arrogant is that for me to tell you what you want on Mother's Day? That's not the point of creativity. Right, but if you're getting a gift. Now, when, once you reach the age of 15, you you kind of no longer allowed to make creative gifts. I can't make my mother a card like Happy Mother's Day. She, my mama getting a macaroni card. And see, guess what? Difference your mama, my mama. <laughs> mama said, "Oh, that's nice. Where the rest?" Show <laughs> 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 me with a straight face. I'm gonna put my son's name on it. it. Ain't for me. It's for him. Right. Yeah, but I already know my mama. She want to go out back, so I just gotta make sure I get the reservations early. Luckily, my little brother's here, so he gonna have to either pay for that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I usually take the dinner because she'll ask for something extravagant like crazy. Who knows? I just pay my car tax. That's not no. Well, I mean, listen. Well, my mom was the type to tell you what she wants. Like she's already said. Okay, so I have all five of my children here. You got so and so on the phone. Okay, so for Mother's Day, this is what I want. I want you and you to get this, that, and the third. You two can take care of my nails and my hair, and then you three. Y'all could just need to get up your money, save up your money, because I want this, is that, and the third. And your mom must be either related to my mother or they talk regularly. So that's, <laughs> must, that's already know what she wants. She goes say, yeah. what you and your brother got planned? I already know what I mean, what we doing for you. Whatever you like. <laughs> right. Well, y'all might as well, we can go here, we can do this, we can do that. All right, Did you get it? Yeah, it's getting on my head. My mom, she wants funny. Hey, you got an easy route. I die. I'm thankful, but the only thing about money, boy, I remember when. What you willing to give how much they want is always a divide. It's always a difference. Listen, I always remember when, um, when I was working at the elementary school, and the bus driver used to come to me and be like, "My kids did this for me. Like her kids, like will get her plane tickets, fly her this place, do all of this family shit. What kind of job they got." I wish my mama would fight this because you know I'm such airline stewardess. You gotta remember that they get free tickets now. Right, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish my mom was into stuff like this, but I'm thankful. She just, she just wants money. I know if it's anywhere from a hundred to hundred fifty, pushing that two hundred range. See, I can deal with that. See, my mom, she might be good. Like, you know what? I might be able to slide at you, but my mom, she'll be like, well, how much you want to give me? I'm not going to go there with you. Mm-mm. I'm not. No. I'm not going to ask you how much you want either. I'm going to tell you to guess a number between one and this number, and that's what we're going to do. Because, uh-uh. But see, the thing about my mom, I can kind of trick her. Because she likes to do little different things. So, my mom, you smoke. So, I'd be like, let me get you a, you know, I'd buy your stuff and you make some brownies. And she like, well, thank you. You feel me? 
Okay. Still 150 bucks, but you feel me? It, it, right. It's easy to the point. She might ask me to. I'll be slick. I tell my son, I'm going bring kids over and they're going to do this for you. And I'm like, well, that's my gift. <laughs> that don't work. That <laughs> don't work. Hell no. But I don't know. Um, so, what do you get? Uh, what kind of gift do you give a mom that like was in your life? A thank you. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> in that situation, you get her whatever you feel. Yeah. Because, like you said, if she wasn't there, it's not much of an expectation because she may be just surprised that you get something. At all, right? Mm-hmm. I said a thank you, a card, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just to let her know, hey, you are my mother. I understand. Yeah, and I ask that because you know, just like it's a lot of people with like who mom is there, whoever they classify as their mom, mm-hmm. is some people who don't yeah. have their. But it's it's really crazy because um I have a friend who I work with and her mom wasn't really there in her mom's back and. Her aunt was like helping her with a lot of stuff, but now that her mom's back, her aunt feels some type of way. And so now she's stuck in that turmoil. I know when that day come around, she probably not even gonna consider. I might have to get both of these people something because of this, then the yeah. third. And it's awkward, but you know what I'm saying? It 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 it, it really depends on the pressure you want to put on yourself. You have to come to terms with the fact that you're going to acknowledge the person that wasn't there. And yes, getting them a card or saying, you know, Happy Mother's Day is acknowledging the fact that they are your mother. So you have to come to terms with yourself to say, okay, I'm comfortable with this before you can actually go through with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, you do. Um, and if you're not comfortable, I, in, in my opinion, don't do it. And that's, and that's, that's, that's very good. If you're not comfortable, don't do it. Don't do, do what it. feels right with you because... Yeah. A lot of time the universe will put things in your life and you'll be like, I'm doing it because, and it's going to work out the worst way possible because you're already thinking, it's not what I really want to do anyway, so I don't really did nothing the third, and then it comes back like, and you'll be like, well, why? Because right. you you got to do what feels right with you. If it don't resonate, it don't resonate. If it do, you do it and you don't expect nothing. You right. know what I mean? Don't even look for that. Like, it, I, I'm not really a gift-giving person. I don't really celebrate birthdays, all that stuff, because your birthday is your day. So I don't really go into all this stuff, but some people are into that. So sometimes you have to accommodate those when you know what they expect. But if it don't sit right with you, you got to make yourself happy because you have to deal with yourself every day. Right. Straight facts. Straight facts. That's my thing, right? You got to deal with your thought process. Everything's going through your mind. So. I feel like with me, I think this year, I told myself I wasn't going to get my birth mother anything. <laughs> But when I went to the store, I had ended up picking up a card for my grandmother. And when I was walking out, I saw the card that I actually wanted for her. So I went back in. I got that card. And then when I walked out, I was like, damn, I got this extra Mother's Day card. The words in it don't even relate to my relationship (laughs) with my birth mama. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it to her. But you know what? That's your, that's your segue. Yeah. You write what you really feel in it. Like the the words that's in there, they pre-printed. You put it in like boom, and you it it don't even matter how you feel when you write it because you're being honest. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes people accept honesty, sometimes they don't. That's why I love cards. They have that big ass space on the left side of the card. If it don't have nothing on it for you to put what you really feel about that day that you celebrating with somebody I hate else. Writing in that space with my chicken scratch. Hey, I don't, I don't my care. But sometimes I, 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 put, I yeah. put out my feelings in that because them cards don't always say what you need to be said. And, and what's really crazy, I I don't I'm not really a card person, but certain things like I had a friend who works with me. She her, her grandmother just recently passed. I don't really sign cards, but when I got the card for her. I wanted to let her know that, boom, this is how I felt about that situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, 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 it hits you when it needs to. So even if you don't really feel like you're right, you go to moving that pen, it's going to come out. Yes, ma'am. It's going to come out. So, like, with that being said, the topic of discussion tonight is, you know, what type of impact does your mom, like, really have on your life? We're talking about your birth mom or your mom or mother figure. Whatever. I, I'm going to be honest. It, it it's it's twofold because those individuals who we call our, our parents they have a significant impact because when we come out we're taught that these are the ones that are supposed to take care of us mm-hmm. this is your guide right but when they don't fit that stereotypical well, detailing mm-hmm. you you start learning yourself and sometimes you can learn from like my father wasn't there and I always said that, you know what, when I have kids, I'm going to be there. So by him not being there, he made me a better person, even though he doesn't know it because he didn't do anything. But the fact that I wasn't going to be like him made me change my whole direction of how I was going to handle Right. Kids. And that's how it is for a lot of men, to tell you the truth. A lot of men that want to do better. Right. Um, my brother's the same way. Up north. You know, our father wasn't in our lives. His more so than mine. But... When he had his first child, the first thing he said was, I am never going to be who my father was to me, to you. And so to tie that back into the mothers, that your mother is an important part because she had you. You can't get her without her. So you always got to give that type of respect to the utmost. But at the same time, you take the lessons that were given to you by any person with the grain of salt. Because if it doesn't fit with your, your natural spirit and who you are, it's not going to be right. You can have your mother there all day long. Because Norman Bates, know he had his mama there. And Norman Bates turned into a serial killer. Right. You feel me? Dressed up in his mama's clothes. And she was there. Seriously. So, so just because she there don't mean she's going to give you the right information. You feel me? So mothers are very important because nobody gets on this planet without a mother. But at the same time, you, you get to a certain point where you take all the valuable lessons from Anybody that plays a mother figure, it can be a stranger you met, but she had a warm embrace, and you like, you know what? That's something that I'm gonna carry with me. Because every time Seriously. you meet somebody, it's something you take with you. I like cha cha cha. Look at you. That's so <laughs> but um, I, I absolutely agree, and I wanted to hit on that topic because I, I struggle with it, and I'm honest, but. Yeah. I was the bigger person today. I had to give myself a like pat on my fucking back because I caught my mom today. Prior to one of my friends told me I needed to call her. Good friend. Regardless of whatever is going on. And I took that friend's advice and um when I called her, she was telling me what happened with my dad and her on Facebook or whatever. Why they got so? Never mind. I can't stop them from having social media. Right. But, <laughs> but I gave 
I gave her some advice and she was she felt some type of way on what my father had said on social media, which prior to that she was already mad about something and it kind of rolled down to me or whatever. And you know, I told her, I was like, just because he acted this way, you didn't have to react like that. Every action doesn't need Every reaction. action does not deserve a reaction and I was like, I feel like you need to work on that. And what? she accepted it. Like, she didn't rant. She told me, she was like, I understand where you're coming from. You're absolutely right. And when she told me that, like, I was looking like, progress. What? Progress. <laughs> what? But it takes it takes both parties listening to each other. But, that's the only way you're going to be able to communicate. And that's true. Effectively. And, and the delivery is everything. Yep. I was like, what? You're Everybody's perception on what they receive is based off of the other person's delivery. Yeah, very much so. I was like, I was So just... I'm going to give a big hand clap. Everybody, please give a hand clap. That is progress. It's always Good job, Netta. But I think when it comes to her, I just get so fucking tired of playing the big, like, the big person's role. You playing mama. Yes, and I don't have kids. But you got to realize, <laughs> sometimes... Sometimes we're called on to be some type of leader. When you embrace it, everything is a step to the next place. You giving her small advice may lead you to a path that you didn't know you was on. Because to be honest, a few years ago, I, I I never forget. I was in college. I was doing records and things, and I got a knock on the door. And it happened to be a man who was starting a church. He had his whole family. Now, we and my homeboys about to go to, I think it wasn't even bike, but it was like homecoming. But no matter what it was, he came in, he started sitting with us. I'm like, I'm not going to be rude to this man because he got his like 11-year-old daughter, 7-year-old. He got two girls with him, his wife. They all dressed up in their Sunday's best. And they, they come in the house to house to talk. I don't want to be rude and be like, man, I don't want to hear that. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Right. <laughs> but the fast forward everything, out of the, out of everything, he looked at me in the face. He says, I told him straight up, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you, sir. What you're saying is a good thing, but me and my friends, we about to get ready to go drink, do all this stuff, and you talking about church. And I said, and told him, he said, you know what's funny? I believe you're going to be a preacher. When I say my homeboys fell down and started laughing, I mean, I don't mean laugh like they literally start laughing because I'm the person like, man, listen, church is a hoax. And I was going off and see, at that time, they didn't understand what I was saying. So they was like, you do, he the worst one. You telling him. And that man said, I see you with a calling. And then now when I talk to people, I'll be more on a spiritual level. And it's just funny because everything comes tenfold. So you giving her advice may be a segue. You moving into giving other people advice, other women advice who may went through the same thing you did. Life doesn't tell us where to start. It just starts. It just starts. Y'all don't even see your eye with these lashes on. It is why. <laughs> Y'all Taylor Porter got to them. Taylor Porter took over. This is a Taylor Port takeover. I like it. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, but I'm I'm thankful for my grandmother. You know, I'm very thankful for her. Um, goodness, I I think it's it's very important for me to try to build some type of relationship with my birth mom because i don't want my future children to come into chaos mm-hmm. um you know and i felt and acknowledge you know everything dealing with my feelings towards her 
I'm still trying to learn how to step in her shoes of where she is now. <laughs> um, but I, I try my best to be careful how I approach those situations because I never wanted to fall back on my uh, born children. Yeah. Because that stuff has a way of coming full circle. Coming full circle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you're mindful enough, it, it, that's a good thing because... That's like planning ahead almost. Mm-hmm. When you plan ahead, you can have some bumps in the road, but you have a plan. You have something to fall back on if it don't go the way you want. So that's always You know, I, I sat on the phone to her and I told her, I was like, honestly, my goal is to fix whatever before I become a mom. She got excited because she thought I was pregnant. And I was like, wait a oh. minute. Hold up. Wait. Oh. No. No. <laughs> Say word. No. Say word. Hello? I was like, it's gonna be some time, but you know, I'm I'm really working on trying to get this together. It's a process. It is. It's a so process. It's literally a lifetime process. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's never gonna be all the way right. But it's never gonna be over until you're over, because every day you wake up is a chance to be better than yesterday. So you have that potential. I'm hot. Teleport will get you there too. Yes, and and believe it or not, you. Yeah, I have not like really been out to the club like that. It ain't nothing out there. It ain't. It's I just like loud music and open space. And, that's the thing. and I like to twerk sometimes. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I said the same thing. I was like, I haven't been dressed up to go out and I like dress up. I haven't been dressed up to go out to a club in a minute. No, I really I really Let's I really haven't. Let's go to the club this weekend. Just, just, I won't be here Saturday. Dang. I'll be here Friday. <laughs> Do you really want to go out Friday? Do I can't go out Friday. I got to work 6 o'clock in the morning Saturday. Oh, no, you can't go out. We can go out. Well, no, we're going out um for Bachelorette Part 2. When is that? With the stop. I told you, the 19th. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dang. It, that's the sign when you get old when you start planning. So you're going out, you're I mean, out. No, it's on the 18th. Stop the bar, and then we're going to. Oh, I hope she doesn't listen. But stop the bar, and then we're going. <laughs> nah. So I'm so excited to know. Listen, I have not like bought a new piece of clothing since I moved. I have and haven't worn it. So and I'm losing weight. So this is a good thing. I need to go out. So I'm getting. Yeah. I'm getting a like because we have to wear all black. We have to wear all black. Just to let you know when we go out. So we're wearing like all black, and I went on Fashion Nova. I saw this two piece with the crop top and the pants, and you know I love my crop tops, and I'm just so excited about purchasing this outfit because <laughs> I can imagine how my butt is going to look in this, these pants. Oh. That, that's that's what you're excited about. That's what you're excited about. I mean, you know what? It's always, as long as you have something to be excited about, it's a good thing. How my ass is going to I pick my hair. battles, you know. And then I'm trying to figure out how I want my hair. You can't fry dye the blade to the side. Yes, honey. You better do it. Uh-uh. That's the outfit? Yeah, it's one of these. Is, I'm going to show you one. They sell like. plus size stuff? I don't know. Just there. I feel so good. And the teleport gets you there. But anyways, all hearts, minds are clear. I'm talking about going out. I'm not doing that. That's it has cute. Pockets. She'll like Neosha Adams a little bit. I'm ready for summer. I'm ready to start crop tops in my swimsuits. 
I'm not. I, I'm not too comfortable about crop tops right now. I'm not really in fashion yet, so I don't have no idea what you're talking about. But I'm, I'm surprised sure you're not I comfortable. I don't put. I don't put so many girls on bigger than me onto crop tops. Like when they be sending me their pictures in my DMs and stuff, and was like, "You inspired me to wear this crop top." I'd be like, "Me, mm-hmm. me." I don't care. I like some of my stomach roll and all. Like this is what I was going on, but I don't have it on there no more. That's it. It's yours. You see that? Yeah. Roll and all. I like showing that shit. Like it's yours. I'm more self conscious about my body. Really? Than you are. Only because I know where I used to be and I look nothing like that now. So I wouldn't like. I, I don't want to wear a car. I was skinny. I didn't have no ass, no titties, no thighs. So when I gained my weight, people automatically thought I was pregnant. Black people are the worst. Yes, they are. Like when bashing you, oh, you don't got fat. Da da da. What you eating? The fucking worst. So I had to find my confidence in my new size. So once I found it, I embraced it. And now, like, if I want to wear a crop top, uh, okay. I love your confidence with that. I don't. I don't overdo it because, you know, every, well, in my opinion, everyone should be wearing everything. But if they like it, I love it. <laughs> but, you know. Perception is everything. If you're happy, you're comfortable. Amen. My motto is do what you feel and never follow. But then I even got my confidence from girls that were bigger than me. I used to be like, if these girls can go out here and show their stomach and they got four rolls in the bed and... <laughs> Two rows on their thighs. Doug, you can knock it off. I can do that shit too. You can. It's yours. I can. It's yours. I say go for it. Another, you're gonna be naked, like if you're in the shower or something. You might be used to your body. And I love point. being naked. I do. <laughs> oh my god. Well, all right, guys. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Confidence is key. We get that from our mothers as well. Yes, mothers teach us confidence. That's what tying it back into moms. Yes. You came yes. in the world naked. I guess it's comfortable to be naked. Thank y'all for listening to the topic of discussion. Thank Taylor y'all for Port. Me on. Taylor Port. We got the Taylor Port takeover tonight. Taylor. Hey girl. Hey girl. Our man. <laughs> Bye.